Good morning, I'm Frank Powers and this is Lifestyle Tucson, the program where I speak to our neighbors, the people behind the scenes of our amazing organizations, small businesses and nonprofits. Our friends are informing you how they serve our community and they're here to give you updates on future projects. So let's make some new friends today. Science! Without it, we'd all think we're surrounded by magic. That's why we need critical thinking. Being able to think critically so you have the skills to see scientific facts outweigh feelings and belief systems is important. And there are a lot of misconceptions and misinformation out there in the modern world. Even loud and proud science deniers. Science deniers? People that rail against facts that don't match a particular person's worldview? That's why we have great organizations like SARSEP. SARSF's mission is creating Arizona's future critical thinkers and problem solvers through science and engineering. SARSF focuses on engaging student populations underrepresented in the fields of STEM and prioritize creating opportunity in schools in areas of poverty. Today, I am fortunate enough to be speaking with Danny Wright, the Director of Events and Volunteers, as well as SARSF's Fair Director. How are you doing today, Danny? I'm doing so well, thank you. And we also have high school student Amy. Amy, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. So my first question, Amy, is for you. Like, oh, my God, what's high school like these days? <laughs> high school is crazy, very emotional, also very exciting. I am excited for college, but also sad to see high school end. Uh, so you're a senior? I am. Okay, so I'm to say goodbye and put on, you know, the, the, the big pants, the big, the big world. Yes. It's out there. Uh, pop quiz. Okay. What does SARSEF even stand for? Uh, Southern Arizona Research, SARSEF Research, <laughs> Science Engineering Fair. Uh huh. Or foundation. foundation. Ah, close <laughs> enough. Okay. We'll take it. Danny's got the answer. It's kind That's of right. Both, yeah. That's right. Go give it to us again. What does it actually stand for? Yeah, the Southern Arizona Research, Science and Engineering Foundation. Um, but before, since the fair's been around since 1955, it was kind of the fair first and then became a foundation with larger programming later. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Because, again, we all remember growing up. Science fairs are so important and such a big part of growing up. It's really a big, exciting way to explore creativity as well as back it with just facts and the way chemicals work together sometimes. Everyone loves a volcano. So it's really fun to check out science fairs. But listen to my old-timey versions of science projects. What type of science projects are we looking at these days from kids? Yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned volcanoes because really, I know sometimes parents hear science fair and there's just like, ugh, there's this like um, groan. And really like what we try to do, like kind of the new um, focus of, of science fair and these science and engineering research projects is really going with what kids are naturally curious about. Um, the point is that, that these students um, through the fair really learn those science and engineering uh, practices. So learn how to identify a question, ask a question, or identify a problem, and then know the steps that they can use to find an answer to that question, to test that question, or to make different prototypes um, to solve a problem. So really, we encourage a wide variety, not just Googling what's the best science fair project mm -hmm. um, and doing the first thing that comes up. We really want them to be curious about the world around them, the actual problems that they um, encounter in their everyday life, and go with that and run with that. That's fantastic. You just had the big science fair uh, this past week in yeah, March, we correct? Mm -hmm. Amy, did you have a science project in the science fair? I did, yep. What was your science project based on? So I was working with a technique called biofilm lithography, which was developed in 2018 at Stanford. And mm -hmm. I wanted to see if I could take this molecular technique and use it as a transportable bacterial diagnostic. 
So kind of morphing this bioengineering side of science with this medical side and kind of trying to make it a diagnostic at the same time. Oh, I went a little cross-eyed there. <laughs> How do I, well, what does that mean for the layman like me who doesn't understand some of those bigger words? Yes. So there's a technique that can make bacteria stick to itself, oh. forming a biofilm. And I wanted to see if I could make that biofilm work as a diagnostic that could be used in a hospital or a lab. Holy jeez, that's fantastic. What what did your research uncover? Yeah, so unfortunately, I did not have enough time to finish everything. I had a lot of difficulties with the setup and being able to transfer this PhD-level technique down to a high school lab was something that was really a barrier, but also very interesting to find these problem-solving routes to get around that. Um, I ended up learning a bunch, so much about science, so much about research, so I'm grateful for that. But I wasn't able to fully see if it would work as a diagnostic. We got to get this girl a grant. Let's go. <laughs> That's how it works. If you want to get science done, you need some money behind yeah. it. And SARSEF is a great, great organization that, again, is one that you should support and look into supporting. How can some people support SARSEF just in general without science projects? Yeah, there's such a wide variety. Really, um, I mean, one of our um, core values really is engagement and community engagement. So um, besides, of course, financial support, which we really rely on on donors, individual donors and corporate donors and grants for that for that support. Um, we also have a number of mentoring opportunities and volunteer opportunities. Really, we, we love pairing um, mentors with students who are doing this authentic research so they really can see a, a, a role model and be connected with a role model. You'd mentioned in the introduction, you know, that we really try to expand what it means to be a scientist, what it means to be an engineer, and really expand the, the, the population that we see as STEM professionals um, that have a wider variety of backgrounds, wider variety of genders, wider variety of, um, of any way a human can be different because we know that there are different, um, that there are different ideas that, that come as a result of all these different backgrounds. So um, connecting with mentors that can, that's, then a student can see, hey, that person's a scientist too. That person's an engineer and can see that role model. So mentoring is also a really big uh, part of how people can become involved with SARSF. That's a big important thing I always talk about in Lifestyle Tucson. I talk about I talk about volunteering, how important that is, and I talk about mentors and how important mentors have been to even me, even late in life. Because finding someone that you believe in and then they, after you show them the work you do and what you can and they believe in you, it gives you a belief in yourself. That yeah, is a way absolutely. to build that confidence, and it is just kind of the cycle of education. You really do want to learn from those doing, not just those kind of pontificating, right? So the fact that you get to pair up with some actual scientists, actual people in the fields, and you talk about engineering, because engineering is a big part of this too. I think that gets looked over by, again, some of these old-timey views of what a science fair is, and we think, again, of just chemistry and chemicals and reaction stuff. How big a part does engineering and uh, preparing kids to be future engineers in America, how big a part is SARSA playing in that? Yeah, more and more. You know, we, we, see, um, we see engineering projects becoming so, um, so exciting and popular, especially in the younger grades of some of our, uh, I know one science fair project, a student had the idea to somehow use a hand crank flashlight to embed it in the sole of a shoe so that when... Uh, when he goes out running, he can create energy. And wow. so he created this prototype and hooked it up to a USB that he could plug a USB in and and hope to charge a cell phone while he's running. So you see these really amazing ideas. And I think 
um, so much we we can sometimes want to separate science and engineering um, more than we have to. I think a lot of it is about innovation. A lot about is is collecting research and then making um, and collecting data and then making future decisions based on the data you collect. And that can be in an engineering project with a new iteration of a design or in a science project, which now knowing this this information, I know Amy said that that she didn't quite get to finish hers. I'm sure that if she would start her project again based on what she learned, um, it would go even further. And so it's really, um, really trying to branch out and and not hold ourselves, uh, not create these boundaries of of how far we we can or can't go. Uh, really, these these different practices that we can. I mean, our fair has projects from preschool. You know, so preschoolers. Oh who are, you know, who are asking questions about why does my dog do that, you know? And so really learning those techniques, even from then. It's really fun to watch kids learn. Tell me more about the fair. What did you see at the fair that really stuck out and is a memory? And that's going to be the same question to you, Amy, as well. Like, what did you see and experience at the fair? And tell me who won the fair and, and what happened for your big week that happened just uh, in March? And what's the week called so we can officially yeah. have its title? Um, yeah, we call it SARCEF, the SARCEF Regional Science and Engineering Fair is the long version of it, but really SARCEF Fair Week. And uh, depending on, we do have, um, so we had 1,560 projects this year. What? That qualified, yes, yes. <laughs> it's a, a lot, lot of, of projects. projects. It's a lot of projects. <laughs> and we have to go, um, during that week, we go through and make sure each one of them is following the rules and everything, and, and that represents 5,900 kids in Southern Arizona. So it's just, it's just huge. And, and I think that's what is so exciting about specifically the fair. I mentioned it's been around since 1955. So this was the 68th annual fair this year. And what I, what I noticed this year really, because we have, you know, first, second, third grand awards. We also Mm -hmm. have these sponsored awards where community, um, community organizations or even individuals can give an award to encourage a kid and encourage science and engineering research. And what was so cool is I think it was the first time we saw students giving awards to other students, which was just so awesome. We have this group from Yuma who uh, they their whole grade band each brought in a dollar each. And so it was an $85 award that then they sat down as a grade uh, and decided who best followed you know, science and engineering practices, and they presented their awards at Reed Park. Um, we had a sixth grader who said that that he wanted to encourage um, younger engineers because he had gotten so far. He's now in middle school, you wow. know, so he used $25 of his own and found a project in elementary school that he wanted to award. So I think what is so amazing and, and stands out is this, this large-scale um, between 300 judges in, in the community and almost 6,000 children in the community. Like it really is just this this um, amazing coming together and celebration of young minds. And I think that's just beautiful and wonderful. That is beautiful and wonderful. I had no idea it was that big. Did anybody yeah. out there it's know it was that It's one of the largest big? in the world. That is incredible. Yeah. Like, I, I, and again, I've interviewed Sarf or, or talked to you guys a couple times just at different points in my life. Um, I hosted a telethon uh, that was, uh, what was it? It was uh, THT TV, we called it. It was Tucson helping Tucson TV during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I got to interview Sarsef and, and really talk about a lot of the fun stuff. But I did not know the scope and the scale of this event. Yeah. That's incredible. It's great. And, and we are an ISF-affiliated fair, so that means that um, 
winners from or the top projects, top high school projects from SARCEF move on to the International Science and Engineering Fair. So we did have eight projects wow. um, who were able to to win that award and go to go to that in May. That's incredible. Has anyone gone like even further than that? Like what's the biggest project that went like the furthest or won an even bigger international award, something like that? Yeah, you know, it depends on, there's a lot of awards given at ISEF, at the International Science and Engineering Fair, and occasionally um, some SARCEF, uh, some SARCEF delegates uh, have won prizes at the International Science and Engineering Fair. Um, but I don't know, I would have to look in historically, you know, and see when the last time that was. means it's up to you listener go on and bing it that's <laughs> yeah. right you don't need to google it use bing it's yeah. fine no one's ever been there so you know it won't be uh you won't disrupt the uh, algorithms too much let's go back to you amy uh what stood out to you at the science fair just from a personal perspective like what do you remember seeing that literally blew your mind because that's what's great about science and science projects and all these things they literally blow your mind like you're just like i can't believe i just witnessed that so what stands out to you yeah, so this was my first science fair as a high schooler. I had participated in SARSEF as a fourth grader, so I thought that that was a very cool first cir full circle moment. But the thing that was the most amazing to me about this was the people I met. Mm -hmm. um, as a high schooler who's kind of engaged in science, I don't see much of that similar level engagement at my high school. Sure. So being able to meet with these like incredible like-minded individuals was just amazing. I am still in contact with them now, and we'll go get lunch every now and then. Um, I've met kind of lifelong friends in a way just through this one day at SARSEF, so I thought that was just super impactful. That is super impactful. And let me tell you, those are the friends that you will keep forever. It's the advice I constantly give. Don't try and do the, don't try and make your friends do the things you want to do. Make friends with people doing the things that you want to do. Carry that advice with you for the rest of your life because that's the point of volunteering joining groups, being a part of organizations, and being a part of like-minded people so that you yourself can grow. Um, as far as schools are concerned, since you're a senior, do you have a school picked out where you're going to go? Yeah, I'm probably going to attend Barrett, the Honors College at Arizona State University. Oh, ASU. Yes. I, I, all right, I guess. Both my parents were U of A, so I have my fair share of Oh, well, this is how kids rebel. You see how it is. Yeah. <laughs> what can we do? What can we do? But that's fantastic. We're glad you're still here in Arizona, so that's exciting. Yeah. Is, are you focusing on science? What's your major? What are you focusing on? Um, I'm planning on majoring in molecular biosciences and biotechnology. Wow. But I also want to minor in political science and justice studies. So oh, okay. A little more rounded. We'll see how it goes. There you go. You'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. And that's the way to be. Mm -hmm. I myself went to art school when I was a kid. I've always known I want to be a cartoonist and a creative like that. And I knew in second grade that's what I was going to be. So growing up, when I finally did make it out of high school to art school, to be around like, oh, this is where every art kid went. And then I was around these people that are like, did you ever see this tool? Did you ever see this thing? Did you ever see this website? Did you ever see this show? That really helped me grow by being around people that really care about the things that I care about. It's such a big deal. And I'll tell you, you can have the time of your life. I wish you the best of luck. And it's great Thank that you. you're not going too far from home here in Thank Tucson. You. So that's exciting. And again, it's just so fun to talk about the future and, you know, what's going on in the world because the world can seem pretty grim. And that's why I like this show, Lifestyle Tucson, that you're listening to right now, where we talk to community leaders and we talk to great organizations in town. This is what I feel the news should be covering because this is the type of stuff that's propelling us forward. And it's so important. And SARSEF has a lot of great history. But what are some of the goals that you guys are looking forward to in the future? What, are, what else are you doing in 2023 and some of the other events besides Science Week that people can get behind and learn about? 
Oh, that's a great question. Um, and I love that you mentioned um, mentioned just in general, like how much hope that these kind of conversations can give. I will say that one thing that I take away from the fair every year is when I see these wonderful, wonderful, bright minds sharing um, them actually confronting the, the problems of today and finding the solutions for tomorrow, it gives me so much hope and excitement for what the future brings. And it's really, really rewarding. Uh, as far as what SARSEF is doing as an organization uh, for the future, really, we have expanded over the last few years. And our programming has really expanded from just being just the fair uh, as our main our main program. We have um, uh, Racing the Sun, which is a solar go-kart uh, engineering program really? that is that's statewide. So we have high school teams from around the state of Arizona design, build, and then race their go kart. Huh. And so, and that was just so much fun. So really, continuing to build that program as that program expands across the state. Um, we also have the Star Lab, which is a program that actually Amy participated in, and it is in partnership with the U of A where. Um, students can either in person and also virtual meet with a mentor weekly and do research in a lab. So a lot of times high schools don't have a lab space and so they can go to the University of Arizona campus and work in a lab space on their research. Um, well, uh, let me interrupt you ahead, quick yeah. there. What was your favorite part, Amy, about doing Star Labs? Yeah, uh, Star Labs was amazing. My favorite part was also similar to Sarsef, the people I met. Mm -hmm. um, but with Star Labs, I got to meet my mentor, who's a postdoc at a, at a U of A lab. I met the program directors. I met fellow students. I met college kids who were helping teach us scientific knowledge. There was just so many people that came into Star Labs to help support and create this amazing community, and I really, really appreciate it for that. The thing I appreciate the most is uh, Star Labs is actually the uh, place that Superman goes in the yes, DC that, comics. Yes, that is uh, intentional. Yeah? So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's so cool. It stands for <laughs> Students Taking Advantage of Research, but we thought it would be a really great mm -hmm. thing to call it Star Lab. I think that that is fantastic. So uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, keep going. No, no worries. Um, some of our newer programs, we have a high school rural program uh, that we piloted this year. Mm. And we piloted it in Douglas, Safford, Sawarita, and Wilcox. Mm. And what we did is we were able to partner um, a high school teacher with uh, giving a teacher mentor and a mentor, someone who is doing research at the University of Arizona. And so that that... Um, that partnership, all the students in that class can do an authentic research project. Uh, for example, at Sawarita High School, they created a pollinator garden on campus. And that, so then a lot of their projects were researching um, different pollinators who were visiting that garden. And so at each one of those uh, rural sites, they were able to uh, engage in authentic research. So really expanding uh, those types of opportunities, uh, both for students and then also for educators as well. We provide professional development uh, at a number of locations. So we're part of the ASAP program of, of as we're one of the ASAP providers. All right, pop quiz, what does that stand for? Oh, it is the Arizona STEM Acceleration Project. Um, it is through uh, ASU, and we were selected to be one of those providers of professional development. And really it is, um, we're holding those in a number of different locations in Tucson, Bisbee, Phoenix, and a virtual one uh, for those who aren't able to to travel to the, or if that that's more convenient for. Mm -hmm. And it is uh, professional development for teachers, learning, learning how teachers can more effectively teach uh, STEM and research in their 
classrooms. That's excellent. That's excellent. I myself uh, want to say, do you have anything in the summertime? What do you guys do in summer? Because a lot of this sounds like it's during the school year and during school time. What does summertime bring uh, from SAR staff? Yeah, it's true. Um, summer is a lot of preparation for the next year, definitely. Mm-hmm. But we do have uh, one of our programs is ACES Camp. And um, that is something that um, we were in partnership with the Sunnyside School District in so that middle school girls, it's a camp for them to explore different STEM careers. Mm-hmm. And so we've done that uh, in partnership. And then more recently, it's um, felt under the StarCef umbrella of programming uh, to provide that ACES camp. Um, besides that, really, it is there's a number of opportunities that we help to connect educators with and students with that they're doing. They're not necessarily SARCEF, um, SARCEF programs, but we help connect them to those uh, external programs and opportunities that they have. And then we're always looking to, to continue to build. So really, uh, potent- last year, we were able to do partner with Arizona Science Center to do their camp innovation. We were able to hold a site here in, in uh, cooperation with Pima Community College downtown campus and hold a week um, camp for similar to the ACES camp, but this one was for uh, any gender and uh, any grade. I think it was grades four through eight. Mm-hmm. And so we did that in partnership with Arizona Science Center. So potentially there could be more partnerships for camp innovation in the future as well. Sounds fun. Where can people find a lot of this information? What's the web address to get all this info? Definitely. Sarsef.org. So that's S-A-R-S-E-F, as in Frank. I'll take it. Dot org. <laughs> and um, that's also where if, you know, if people feel so inclined to donate, uh, then sarsef.org slash donate. Um, they could definitely donate there. And really all of... Um, I've worked here for, for three years now. I started in February of 2020. So it was very eventful, um, onboarding for the SARSA fair being in March, 2020. I bet. Um, <laughs> and, and really, uh, we are just so grateful for this, the community support that we have. And, um, and really, we really are thoughtful and intentional, um, about being stewards of the investment that the community is making in SARSF and in, in our future scientists and engineers. No, that's very important. And again, if you can't donate money, you can donate your time. How can people volunteer Absolutely. and get involved with SARCEF? Yeah, same as at, on SARCEF.org. There's a tab that says volunteers. It has our, our current volunteering. That might be event staff, you know, for the Racing the Sun race day. You know, you could come out and be an event staff. Um, there's a tab for mentors. There's a tab for also judges. Um, if any, And someone does not have to be a STEM professional to be a judge at the fair. A lot of times we're judging preschool projects. So if anyone has, if anyone is an adult, (laughs) they probably have enough knowledge to um, be evaluating because we give that judge training and everything like that. So really um, that's an amazing way to connect and, and feed on that hope um, from, from all of these students doing this research. Absolutely. So I I have a few more, uh, let's just say ethereal questions, right? So, if uh, I'll, I'll ask you one second, but Amy, what's your dream science project? If you could build and make an experiment, anything, what would your dream science project be? Well, as much as I would love to have this magic wand, um, I don't think I could think of any specifics, but I would love to do, well, I want to be, I want to work for Doctors Without Borders. Okay. So I would love to do research in a community abroad and be able to, um, you know, learn more about diseases that are just completely eradicated here, but they're not in a different place and mm-hmm. be able to study and research those. I'm definitely very interested on the disease side of this kind of human health. 
There you go. So her answer is saving the world. There you go. Good answer. Saving <laughs> human beings in other countries. Amazing. Again, A plus answer. Well Thank done. Uh, let me ask you, Danny, if you had a wish for Sarsef, what would your one wish be? Okay, let me think about that. You think. I was all set to say I wanted to make a flying broomstick. <laughs> Is that your answer for science project? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not sure why we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, my um. goodness. I agree. It's true. All the fandom um, wants these flying broomsticks. <laughs> I think for my goal for Sarsef, you know, I have seen how, um, how much we as a community and society can learn from the students who are given these opportunities um, that really it's not something that 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 we are providing them it's really that it is unlocking potential for them to provide us you know for a knowledge and and innovative ways to look at things and stuff and so as far as my wish for the future i've already seen how how SARSEF has been, SARSEF's influence has been expanding statewide. And I would just love to see all of our programs um, continue to grow statewide just because I think that we benefit as a community um, the more minds that that we have. I mean, really, I think education is what can solve the world, you know. And and so so as I, you know, as our mission is to to help create the next generation of, of critical thinkers and problem solvers, absolutely, I just want to keep going with that love it all right let's we might edit this one out now because i just want a hot take <laughs> so amy what do you have to say to any science deniers out there Ooh. or you as well danny let's go okay, science deniers okay. <laughs> these are flat out maniacs saying no science is a lie don't listen to it yeah what do you think amy um i have thoughts but <laughs> I think that I would maybe ask them some questions on the basics of science, kind of, well, how are you not floating to space right now? Mm. But I don't know. Some people you just can't reason with. Some people you can't. <laughs> what do you think, Dan? Yeah, I think so much of it, like, it ends up how we define words, you know, and so potentially they're, like, denying science, but maybe we just need to look at, like, what does the word science mean to them, you mm -hmm. know? And so I... I don't know. I would tend to if if actually having a conversation potentially with someone that that uh, my perspective is very different than them. I would really want to break it down because I think so often it ends up just being how we're defining specific words. And if we go down, ultimately, I really believe and maybe I am an idealist, but I really believe we all want the same things. And so when there are um, sometimes when there is that like disagreement, OK, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what is science to you? Is science just things that you don't think is true? Well, then let's look at that. You know, let's 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 take a look. And really from, you know, as we look at how we teach critical thinking and problem solving, as we look at a testable question and testing something and then believing the answers. Um, and then really science is just a shared sense of beliefs based on the data we've collected. You know, yeah. so even as we collect more data, we will understand things more deeply and more different and differently. So. Um, I don't know. So that's what I would say is just being able to have a conversation. And I think that's the number one answer. Survey says number one answer. She's not an idealist. She's a scientist. That's right. So, well, all right. Today we made friends with Danny Wright, the director of events and volunteers, as well as Sarsef's fair director and high schooler and future scientist, Amy. So thanks for joining me here today, ladies. Can we get a, can we get a, a, a for science on three? 
Yes. One, two, three. For, For science. science. This was Lifestyle Tucson. Bing bong bing, no time for a recap. Just listen to that one again. Or follow everything that SARCEF is doing, especially for Arizona Gives Day. They're a great place that you can donate to if you just go to sarcef.org slash donate. And if you want to go have some fun with them, the Monica is having a mixer tomorrow night, April 3rd, from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. And a percentage of the drink sales will be donated to SARCEF. So now you can go drinking for science. I just love saying that so much. So uh, I want to thank our new friends, Amy and Danny at SARCEF for joining me today. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. For more information about our program or to listen to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page on klpx.com, kfma.com, mixfm.com, or espntucson.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are discovered. I'm your BFF, Frank Powers. Toot, toot, Tucson. I love you the most.